opinions expressed during this podcast are conversational in nature and expressed for comedic purposes. Not all the facts will be correct. This podcast and the incoherent rantings within are often satirical and for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. episode not sure take my keys lefty bones here and i see two beautiful bastards on my screen burning foxtail coming to us from the dfw how you doing bud doing good starting to slowly get warmer down here yeah what kind of temperature you got i think we had topped at 50 today that's like where we were today so maybe maybe the the midwest is catching up with the deep south down there it looks like it and also the good Dr. Junk, who apparently has been infected with his own uh, his own virus. How you feeling over there, Doctor? Uh, I'm all right, a little under the weather, but I'm good to go. Our fucking gonna, Super Bowl, gonna, our Super Bowl correspondent it. came back with the Arizona flu or something. And I'm going to tough it out for the team, just like Patrick Mahomes. We may not both be 100%, but I'm going <laughs> to... I think when you look at, like... Your own, your level of greatness for your own craft, of course, you're not a football player, but as a podcaster, I, I, one of the greats of all time, I think. You're getting there. You're getting there. Just like Patrick, you're getting there. So we, we appreciate you toughing it out. I appreciate the words, the kind words. Yeah, I'm a little bit full of shit, but, you know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be polite anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, kicking it off, definitely a little talk about those. Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs went down exactly like I had predicted it would. Total blowout. <laughs> yeah, total blowout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you want to talk about a surreal experience being at that game. Yeah. Like, obviously, I missed being with all my friends and family. It was cool, obviously, to be there. And way better when we won because for a little bit there – there was Philly fans, like, just I was surrounded by Philly people. It was not going great, because I don't know if you know this, but people on the East Coast, they're kind of jerks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were living up to the name, at least the ones around me. It was nice to, uh, I just tried to kill them with kindness. And I didn't really say too much shit when they lost. I said a little bit, but, you know. I mean, you have to. Right, right. I kept it respectful. Yeah, awesome Super Bowl, right? No, fantastic Super Bowl. I was I was blown away. Uh, just the unflappable, unflappable nature, Patrick Mahomes. And I told <laughs> at halftime, pretty pissed off. He was pretty upset, and he wanted to go, you know, downstairs and do something else. And I'm like, brother, you've got to stick around because you're gonna witness the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. And it is probably the second greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. But yeah, the whole twenty-eight to three thing with Tom Brady—that's yeah, that a big deal. That's a big deal. But uh, uh, I mean, teams leading by ten points in the Super Bowl were like one and were like twenty-six and one or something before. Right. I mean, this was probably a top five Super Bowl of all time. I would say 
uh, is the most points ever scored by the losing team in the Super Bowl. So it was obviously exciting and fun. Um, I do want to give some props to Jalen Hurts. Didn't think he was that good of a quarterback. He fucking played lights out. Like some of those passes he completed on third downs and shit, the only place that ball could go is where he put it. And to do it with a bum shoulder, too. Quite impressive. Right yeah, yeah. for that guy. Right, for sure. It was great to be there. It's certainly a bucket list once in a lifetime thing. So you don't plan on going back next year when the Chiefs make it or the year after? I mean, depending on our financial situation, I would like to take so she can go, you know, and maybe even take. I'm not going to take next year. I need him to be. <laughs> I need him to be like involved in the Chiefs, you know, like wants to watch the Chiefs, that kind of stuff. But, you know, if we ever make it back and he's a Super Chiefs fan, I'll, I'll take him. But yeah, I'd like to take so she could experience it. What but, about you, Fockdale? You going to make it to a Super Bowl someday? Will I make it to a Super Bowl Sunday? Well, yeah. It, if I do, it's gonna be when the Chiefs are in it, of course. I ain't just gonna go to a random ass Super Bowl. You're not gonna go. You're not gonna go watch the Seahawks play the fucking Dolphins. Nah. Dude, that's so weird. I was gonna say Dolphins. That's weird. No, I would. Uh, I would definitely would love to catch one for sure. So I can't say that it's not in my future. We just, we just yeah, isn't that why Comptroller's going back to school to make that, that make that, that money over money over money? Yeah, yeah. She actually yeah, got a yeah. lead on a new opportunity here. And you got a chance also. I mean, you could have a Super Bowl in your backyard because I can see that you know it's going to make its way back around to Dallas sooner than later. Yeah, and they have. Have they, have they done that here already? Didn't they do one here like a few years ago? Yeah, it was just recently in Dallas, but it's really big stadium with a dome and a city that's built for that amount of people to come into town and visit. So, Absolutely. I mean, I'd say they, they bring it back again soon. Oh, yeah, that general area, that whole Jerry Jones complex where you got the old Ranger Stadium that they still have existing. I don't know what they did with it. It's the, the structure's there, but then right across the way from there, they built the new Ranger Stadium. And then, of course, you got the big dome. So yeah, they, and still then they, they still haven't torn down the old Rangers. No, no, it's used. It's used for what did they end up turning? It's like a shopping complex. Yeah, it's like a shopping complex slash oh. entertainment kind of deal. And then around that, they have Texas Live, which is like the I I would kind of say that that's close to like the Power and Light district of can, downtown Kansas City. Okay. And that's kind of strung then, uh, through the. I mean, it, it's it's a, a total sports. Metroplex area. Six, six Flags is out there too, right? Yeah, it's literally just another block down. See, that's see, that's just a place. That's a place that's built for that massive influx of people. It's just designed for it. So yeah, the Super Bowl, it'll be back there soon. NFL would be dumb not to. It's there's it's just it's, it's too simple. It's pretty much on a rotation. There's like seven sites, and everyone gets one every seven years. You know, you got Los Angeles. Minneapolis, Miami. That was a fun Miami, one Dallas, that year. Tampa I was Bay. down there. I think that was like a. Uh, that was a. Yeah, had Steelers and Bears or uh, Louisiana. I don't. I can't remember. I can't remember the team, but yeah, that was actually kind of fun because I was working the beach at that time. And then of course, when they bring the Super Bowl down to Miami, it's not on the beach, but all of the correspondence is right. all through that park down through there. So that was kind of cool to see all that. And actually, Lefty caught me on camera walking by one time. 
That's right. You're like, I right recognize that cigarette hand. Right there in the background behind uh, like Mel Kiper or somebody. I don't remember who it was. It's on ESPN though. It was like, fuck, there he goes. Yeah, I was on my way off that beach. I was headed to the bar. I was like, oh, this bullshit. Now, if the Chiefs so, were down there, it'd been a different story, you know, but that wasn't the case. That wasn't. I did get to make it down. You guys saw the video that I sent you. I did get to make it down to the parade, uh, a vantage point that very few people have ever seen the parade from. Absolutely. Actually, from from underneath, as I was going down, 670, underneath downtown Kansas City, to drive underneath the Grand Bridge and saw, I saw the crowd. I was hoping to catch a bus or something. Right. Just the, the angle's just no damn good. Like Mahomes propping up that little MVP tr- uh, football. <laughs> How much would somebody have to pay you to go stand in that crowd at the Liberty Memorial? So I was talking about this the other day. Where it's not, it's not the getting there, and it's not the being there. It's the fucking leaving. I just the just trying to get out of there would be so fucking frustrating because it's just like going to a Chiefs game. When you go go to a Chiefs game, from the moment you pull in the parking lot until the game is over, you are surrounded by family and friends. Everyone there is high-fiving, hugging, and having a great fucking time. As soon as it's time to leave, though, fuck you. Get out of my way. They'll hit you with their car. Everybody's cutting each other off. It's like, fuck you. Fuck. That's true. When me and Tiffany went to that Royals World World Series parade, we got down there at like 8 in the morning, and we parked right next to the Liberty Memorial, like on the lawn. And we... You know, the parade was over at, what, 2 o'clock, 2.30? Yeah. We didn't get out of there until, like, 7. Like, that was a fucking disaster. If you remember the Royals parade, you know, that was the first parade this town had seen in forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people were parked on the side of the highways and shit. Like, that was the first time Kansas City, they didn't know what they were doing. Like, it was total. <laughs> I can't believe the that's Chiefs almost parade, 10 years ago. The Chiefs parade, the last one, me and Tiffany decided we... After that experience, we're not going to fucking do that again. So we went to the very front of the parade and parked downtown at the very front of the parade. That's what I was going to say. We saw the buses, like, first thing. We got back in the car and left. We were back home in time to see the speeches and shit. So. And then this time. I just wish that there was, like, the other thing that Dallas has going for it, Kansas City doesn't, like, a way to get down there without having to drive it. Yeah, it's like here in in Texas, like if you're in Fort Worth and you wanted to get to Arlington or the Cowboys Stadium or whatever, they, they have like a, a train. It's actually like a, a, a tr- uh, Amtrak kind of a train. Not a people mover, but a legit so train train. They have like shuttles and stuff. You could park at like Worlds of Fun and take a shuttle, but then you're at the mercy of waiting for that shuttle to get back to Worlds of Fun. Right, I'm talking about like, like Foxtail saying, with a train or something like that regularly scheduled you know it's going to be by every 10 minutes or whatever you just jump on shuttle yeah, your mass, down there mass transit yeah we don't have that no Kansas City no, don't have, have shit that. for that now if they're going to put if they're going to move the royals down there they got to start figuring something out absolutely and i can i can, i think it could still work just how i will i mean it's going to piss off some people because you're going to have to you're going to have to pick either the north or the south side of 70 to run it and yeah it's literally going to go parallel with the highway that way you could pick up anybody along the major the major towns and cities along your way, you know what I'm saying? So I think it I mean, can still be doable. They're, they're putting a stadium down there. And I think that's one of the things they're all trying to figure out now is how they're going to redo all this infrastructure. 
because yeah they're gonna have to do all kinds of shit to make that work down there but they're gonna do it like they're gonna do it i'm gonna totally jump subjects on you guys because i saw this article and it's just the right amount of like cringy uh just poor taste i think it really fits in here so there's mcdonald's in the uk it's got a giant McCrispy sandwich sign located out front. Which isn't a problem, except that right next door is the uh, is the Pin Mount Crematorium. Mm. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, a little bit uh, insensitive, perhaps, to have the McCrispy sign <laughs> right, right next to the crematorium. I would think so, yeah. Is it like a marketing campaign and they just kind of like, ooh, bad timing or or whatever? I mean, the McChicken, like that's been around forever. So this is like... They, they did it intentionally, actually. Oh. It was it was supposed... I mean, they did it as a joke. Uh-oh. Like, it's not... It wasn't an accident. And the spokesman, or I'm sorry, one of the people from the area said anyone who doesn't find this funny are the same people that were taken into consideration when the pin map... What, what 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 I'm not I'm not reading I'm we're not gonna, gonna read that time. that's way too long of a quote we're gonna take oh okay I was about to say we're gonna erase that real fast you have to cut it out oh okay so there are, Dave Coulier there's there's actually people in the area who are quoted in the article as saying that they do find it funny which I guess it, it does kind of go with like that Monty Python British type of humor that I could see certain people do find that funny. Uh, because I mean, you got to be able to joke about stuff, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, I do also see how it could be uh, slightly insensitive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody's dad just died. They're taking him over to the crematorium, and it's like the dude meets him at the door, and it's like, "You want him extra crispy?" You know, like, <laughs> the door, you know, like I can see how somebody might get upset. But yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's all in good fun. Uh, me too. I don't see why anybody's gonna get super mad about that. I mean, there that when it comes to that kind of thing, there's like uh, there's two choices when, when it comes to your death. It's like, do you want to be buried in the ground or do you want to go and uh, get cremated? So I feel like if you don't have the sense of humor for that, yeah, yeah, boo, boo. Just saying, get cremated, you can't come back. So make the right choice. <laughs> are you are you like? Hedging your bets of like a zombie apocalypse, you want to have the opportunity to come back. You know, Jesus died and rose from the dead. He would not have been able to do that if they cremated him. Well, maybe. I think that would be actually a better story, honestly. (laughs) It really really would have been a better, a better (laughs) ending if he like reconstituted himself. Yeah. From the ash and came back. I'm just saying, what if in the afterlife you can like still have feel things like that's gonna hurt oh like, yeah i had a boss just like that he was just like there ain't no way i'm gonna get cremated because he's like how do you know you can't feel it's like i don't know i mean it's gonna suck to get cremated if you can still feel pain but if, if you get buried you're, and you're still able to have senses or whatever you're gonna be in a box underground fucking like the bride kill bill trying to mm. one inch punch your way out i couldn't watch that scene man that scene was bad news bears no, that scene freaks me the fuck out Something else that freaks me the fuck out 
and this, you guys are going to love this shit. I wasn't even going to bring it up because I knew to freak junk out, but he's already talking about it, so I will. There was, there was actually a lady recently, 83 years old, and I'm sorry, I don't remember what town she was in. In, in the States, though, 83 years old, she was pronounced dead and taken to a funeral home. Three hours later, she's breathing again. Yeah, wasn't she uh, in, like, a old folks' home or something? Yes, she was in an old folks' yeah. home. I read this. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like that old folks' home, they just fucking, like, they, they, they didn't know what they were doing. They were like, well, she wasn't moving. She looked dead. Like, nobody, like, checked her pulse or anything. They Man, like, she she'd have to be, like, a really hard, hard sleeper, too, for, you know, whatever the case is. But then it, you'd have to think, at the time when they're moving her and everything, was she, like, cold i mean you know what i mean like there's a body bag man well before you do that typically you have some kind of professional come in there and kind of you know gauge that before you seal them up a doctor has to pronounce someone dead yeah junk you know better than that facility like that yeah somebody does have to put her into the body bag for moving so she was being jostled around and yeah, sealed in a, a damn heavy. bag, and like, and then transported, and then, you know, how far away was the, the right. morgue? <laughs> you know what I mean? Was it a three-hour drive? You know. Well, I'm saying if they took her straight to the crematorium and threw her in there, she won't no, see right, that you're not going to right past the McDonald's, <laughs> got the crispy chicken sandwiches, and then fucking <clears throat> went right into the crematorium and tossed her in the oven straight up. That's right. They're like, ah, bypass this place. We'll just go straight to the bonfire. <laughs> so uh, another thing I just saw, which could be what this lady was taking that put her in this deep sleep, it was a, uh, it was a, a like a salesman, uh, 1800s, like 1890s, and he was selling these cough drops, right? Guaranteed to get rid of your cough in one night. The ingredients of the cough drop: cannabis, morphine, and fucking. Uh, What's the sleepy time? Melatonin? Fentanyl? No, well, I mean, it was 1800s. There's no fentanyl. Oh. Laudanum. But, uh, Gla- yeah, laudanum? Some shit like that. Whatever they put in the good stuff. There's alcohol in there as well. But yeah, I mean, I could definitely see how it would, it would put you down. And uh, maybe that's what the old lady, she still had a bunch sitting around from back in the 1890s. Took some of those bad boys. Woo! But Man. I can see, yeah, like... Slow release. She took it like weeks ago. Like Belladonna or something in there. Well, if, if it has, yeah, you got to be careful when you search fucking Reddit. Good lord, I searched cough drops, and two of the recommended uh, results that popped up here: cough drops and jizz. Nice. And and cum cough. Oh. So so what the fuck co- is wrong with this world? I'm I'm gonna check it out later, but we, that's disturbing. <laughs> that's why I don't get on Reddit. There's that's a fucking dark hole of shit there. Oh, there's plenty of dark holes on it. 4chan. <laughs> Go on 4chan, Junk. Check that out. Wrong kind of dark holes, Chris. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. That's not necessarily the wrong kind of dark holes. Oh, that sounded like a comptroller has her own microphone and headset there. She got right up in somebody's microphone. Alright. She, she get her set up with her own shit? Yep. No. She's like part of the show now, officially? Actually, I wouldn't not... I wouldn't have. I wouldn't not like to not get a new mic, another microphone. But uh, like on our no, she's right up now. Closer to us. She just put her on top. She's like this. Yeah. Just peek, peek it over the shoulders. Mm-hmm.
So, hey, another way to end up dead here. Oh. <laughs> so there's a bill, a bill in Massachusetts uh, that's up for proposal uh, that would allow prisoners at the state penitentiary to be potentially released early from their sentences if they donated uh, bone marrow or organs. They're going to donate organs while they're still alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain yeah, ones like you can. Like bonus kidney. We all got two. You don't need them. Both. Yeah, you get like six months off your sentence if you give up a kidney. Six, six months? months? Okay. If I'm giving somebody my kidney, it better be a lot more than six months. Jeez. So the bill literally says the maximum that they will get give you off is a year. Oh. You can get 60 days to a year taken off your sentence. So you so want what are the organs you can donate? You donate like an eye? I mean, fuck, man. I don't know. Anything. You probably donate all sorts of organs. I'm going to assume that bone marrow's probably like the main one that they're going for here because they bring it up in this article over and over and over again. Yeah, kidneys, you know, probably give up like a lung or something. Maybe a testicle. Who the hell would want a, an inmate's fucking, uh, what was what was it you are naming off? Well, what I said was kidney, lung, or testicle. <laughs> like, uh, why would anybody want any of that from an inmate in the first place? Especially like a... So that kind of the dark side about it is that they're talking about well because there's so many people there's so many people of color that are incarcerated both black and hispanic and there's so many people of color that need organs that they're hoping that like maybe they can uh, find some uh, some good matches there huh? which is really kind of depressing in a way like oh let's lock up all these people of color and then steal their kidneys yeah, and then give them like a measly share off of their what you said the max is a year. So if you got like life, it'd be year, like yeah, no point in fuck, it. Man. Like you ain't taking nothing out of my body. Now if you had like a you know six month six month sentence, you're like, all right, cool. What do you want? What do you want out of me? <laughs> what'll what'll actually get me out of here the fastest? Do you need to have well, like, my left see. side of my brain? <laughs> right. Yeah, just give like an eyeball up to get your six month sentence reduced to three months. Yeah, be like, I just got in here yesterday. Give me, I'll, I'll give you this. Get me on out by tomorrow morning. I think it'd be a quick turnaround. And we all know that that doesn't doctor, happen. I know that you're familiar with uh, organ harvesting and whatnot, black market and otherwise. What, uh, what do you think there? I mean, I think it's a, actually, I actually think that's a good thing. We don't have enough donors, you know, organ donors in the United States. So Specifically for races besides Caucasian. I think it's just in general. I don't. I don't know about that. I mean, um, I think there's plenty of white people waiting for kidneys and livers and shit like that. But I don't know, and I'm I'm sure it could probably. I think that's blood type. I don't think that. I don't think race matters. I think a white person can get a black person's kidney, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, it comes down to blood you're type. You're doctor. You have to. Blood, yeah, you have to match the blood type. Why are you asking me this? <laughs> yeah, I think it's blood type stuff, but. You, you you slept that day in med school. You, you weren't there. It's totally you obvious. Yeah, he was awake for prostate training. Oh yeah. More than, two, more than two out of three white people find a bone marrow match, whereas most people of color have less than a fifty percent chance of finding a match. That's bone marrow. See, that I sounds like Matt's the doctor. Not me. Yeah, Matt is the doctor, and those who require transplants are disproportionately people of color. And we also know people in prison are disproportionately people of color. I'm concerned just a little bit about kind of 
pressuring people or leaning on people to chop parts of their bodies off in order to get out of her prison sentence. I mean, I don't think they're pressuring them. They're just like, hey, you want to give up your kidney and get a year off your sentence? Well, like I was saying, it depends on how long you're in there for. Like, if you're in there right. for life, it's like, I, you're not taking nothing. I ain't uh, going to play your little game. I also don't know if I want a kidney from someone who, like, murdered children or something. Oh, <laughs> you, you walked away whenever I was, <laughs> I was talking. That goes back to you. When, uh, when my dad had to have had to have his knee worked on, he was he was talking about how like because they were going to use uh, cadaver parts to, to work on his knee like ligaments, and he was talking about yeah, like so if I go around or if I if I end up just you know randomly like kicking you in the ass or something, it's probably because I got like some murderer's knee or <laughs> some asshole's yeah. knee. That's right. Man. So, He's fucking just a dickhead's knee just going around randomly kicking the shit out of people. You never know. I mean, you want to talk about GMOs. Like, this is... Wait for it. <laughs> Wait uh, for it. GMOs. Uh, people modified. Organiz- I don't know. I don't know how you want to say it, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't think... No. Yeah. I, I would want to pick the donor. Well, soon we'll be cyborgs. If you're in a situation where you need a kidney, you're going to pick the donor. I'm taking the kidney. Give me the kidney. Kidney. I want <laughs> yeah, a kidney. First available kidney. one. Don't care whose kidney it is. Don't care what cut kidney it came from. Give me a kidney. Black kidney, Mexican kidney, white kidney, Chinese kidney. I don't care. Bring me the kidney. <laughs> you a heroin addict kidney? I don't give a shit. Kidney. Put it the in heroin there. addict kidney is probably not going to do you any good. If, <laughs> if I need kidney transplants, it's better than the fucking kidneys I got. Yeah. So what if it was a heroin? Okay, wait. What if it was a kidney from someone that molested little kids and then murdered them? Can it filter my blood and turn it into pee? <laughs> I'll take it. I think I get where Jason's going on that, but that would have to be a brain transplant. That have to be a. Oh, I'm saying though, that kidney witnessed some terrible things. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought doctor was about to say that like the organs. I don't want that evil in me. Sorry. You don't want that Sorry. sour kidney? The kidney's seen some shit, man. The leg bone connects to the hip bone. The hip bone connects to the... Uh, penis? Penis. Uh, <laughs> it connects to the... Vertebrae. To the hopefully you're not a murder bone. Yeah, hopefully you're not a murder bone. Which brings us right into our next subject, gentlemen. The average erect penis length over the past three decades across the world has increased by 24%. From 4.8 inches, which is an average I like, that makes me feel good about myself, Yeah. to 6 inches, which is an average that I'm less of a fan of. I'm just saying, the only people that are giving information to this study are the ones that, you know, okay, you know what? I'm just going to say the average dude who's less than that was probably not volunteering for this study. <laughs> like, there's a reason that it's just going up and not going down. So there's a bunch of people that are not, like, volunteering the size. I think it's evolution. It's the world weeding out a small dick energy. <laughs> so, wait, so you're saying these statistics are possibly fraudulent, Dr. Junk? 
I'm saying if you got ten dudes standing there in front of you, <laughs> the only ones that are going to volunteer to are the ones that are going to have the six inch or greater. The the one with the two and a half is going to be like, I gotta go to work, dog. Like I can't do this. Uh, I'm late for a meeting. My shit's you know, like an like, acorn, man. Like it's a little fucking acorn it's cap. It's cold like, in here. Yeah, my thing's like a little <laughs> nub. Like, bro, don't even get me in on that. Even if so I was to excel twenty five percent, it'd make me up what an inch. So you're saying that there could be potentially erection fraud happening? <laughs> Man, how long were you sitting on that? Oh, a while. A while. <laughs> I was like, shut up, guys. Quit talking. Uh, I just, I don't find how there's any way, unless they're somehow doing this study on dead men and how, how they're getting the dead men erect. I don't know. That's the that's, 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 the, that's the erection fraud. There, there's right. dead people. Dead people who are voting. Motherfucking grandpa, grandpa Longschlong here with the fucking ten inch. He's just like, yo, where am I at now? Twenty five percent more on tens. Where am I at? Shit. That's Too goddamn big. You're never gonna get. You're never gonna get like a real hundred percent response to this. I feel like they did this study like over in Dubai or India somewhere, like like a one of those little like a, Scumdog millionaire Wild West Indian countries, where I have, where I have a feeling those guys are a little less manly over there in the in the junk package, if you know what I mean. So, it, in order to have you know this comparative study done, you do have to have like information from three decades ago, which they're saying in here likely came from the military. You know, military guys. I'm not going to disrespect the soldiers, but I am because a lot of them are like compensatory gun freak type guys and you know how them compensatory gun freak type guys can be sometimes with their well they're compensating for something is all i'm saying are you saying people that like guns have small penises chris i'm not saying that i believe that there have been scientific studies shown that guys that like guns have smaller penises <laughs> yeah let me let me put on top of that any of the guys that want to like uh, swerve their career around any kind of like uh, authority like that, like either a police officer or, or whatever. Uh, they had a hard time when they were younger, you know what I mean? So they channel all that into with their uh, power and authority nowadays. So yeah, I, I, get, you, I get you lefty. Maybe not hard enough. They yeah, may not, not hard, hard enough. <laughs> That's why they're trying, man. Uh, at least they can slap cuffs on you if they, if they can't hit you with their big old dick. Well, I just want to say to all those gun-loving dudes out there, I don't believe that at all. Like, so. <laughs> Christopher Brown believes that. Matt Griffin believes that. Jason Younger does not. Believe that. Okay. Hey, you're just trying to stop the snipers from hitting me on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's coming too. Yeah. That. Do you see how this has come full circle now that it's real that I'm going to die? Is you fuckers talking about gun loving dudes that small penis? They're gonna snipe me while I'm peeing. Yep. That's what's happening. Awesome. Something to look forward to, baby. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we you've got an event horizon basically coming down for you, and it's not going to be aliens. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of giant dicks, <laughs> Forbes has revealed the highest-paid entertainers of 2022, and some of these guys, only one gal, some of these guys are some giant dicks. So you guys want to hear a little something, something about it? Yeah. Some of them. Some of them are fucking just weird, like the the shit you would yeah. not 
even potentially begin to guess. But here we go. Number 10 on the list. I'm assuming a giant dick. Yeah, that's probably not fair, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. A uh, bad bunny. No, $88 million. $88 million for Bad Bunny last year. I don't get I would it. like to say I don't know who Bad Bunny is. Oh, you don't know who Bad Bunny is? Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, okay. That's who it is. <laughs> so, I remember Bad Bunny primarily from that Corona commercial he did with Snoop Dogg. Are we that's sure we're not Oh, Pitbull? No, not Pitbull. Hey, Bud Light. Pitbull lost three million dollars last year. Pitbull did not have a good year. And he was a uh, he he was doing Bud Light commercials. Five. That dude is trash. He was doing Bud Light commercials too. Dolly. Bad Bunny also made his film debut in Bullet Train. Hey, I saw okay. that. Which one was he? He was the um the guy he was at the, the fucking wedding. Rabbit. What are you the... talking about? No, he was the husband at the wedding. Oh. Look like a Spanish guy. Uh, the hitman was at the wedding where the um, everyone dies of the poisoning, and he's the spoiler only one that survived. Fucking super spoiler alert! I had that movie queued up for later this evening too. <laughs> you know, Chris has not seen that movie. No. Do you think Chris is gonna watch that movie? Nah. No. Yeah. It's a good movie though. It's so good you can't even remember the rabbit being in it. <laughs> nah, that's a Matrix boy. Not a rabbit, dude. Yeah. Was white rabbit? Yeah. yeah, the Matrix. Yeah, fuck Bad Bunny though. Yeah, that guy. I that Samuel L. Jackson was so good in the Matrix. I really, I really liked him. He was pretty good. Samuel Morpheus. Was not in the Matrix. Yeah, he was Morpheus, bro. Yeah, he was Morpheus. That's Lawrence Fishburne. What are you doing here? <laughs> oh, okay. Look Shit, man. Sorry. Sick. Reeling the line out there, let it dangle in the water, and set the hook on Chuck there. That, that was fucking Lawrence Fishburne, guy. <laughs> I don't know why that's a joke. I mean, come on. It was funny. All right, so Bad Bunny's oh, making $88 million. Number nine on the list. Number nine, not a huge dick. Definitely has dated some, though. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, $92 million. She's only $92 million, That's it? Well, see, she's got the big tours coming this year. This the two or the crash. Oh, okay, that's what I was about to say. Cause like I was, yeah, I was about to say like there's a whole entire Ticketmaster like Watergate going on. No, she'll be at the top of the list for after 2023. This. There's like pretty much no doubt because that that shit is gonna get unless she cancels that tour or stops it halfway through for a torn PCL or something from shaking it off too hard. She's gonna make some scratch this year. I think that's Shakira, dude. No. Shakira broke her hip. From, sh it, from shaking it off? Yeah, hips don't lie. And she she broke <laughs> hers. <laughs> Taylor Swift is going to tear her PCL. I mean, hopefully not. Uh, from shaking it off. Where are we at on the uh, number eight? What happened Number here? eight on the list is uh, James Cameron. Avatar... A way of water or whatever it's called obviously 95 million for mr james cameron still keeps doing it you know and i bet i bet at least a few of those millions is probably still like uh royalties off of titanic and shit being sold and on blu-ray and aliens don't forget about aliens did james cameron james cameron did aliens like all of them 
No, the second one, Alien. Just, just the second one, just Alien. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought it was called Aliens too. Nope, it's just called Aliens. First one was called Alien. Second one's called Aliens. Uh, I aliens. love that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Damn it, man. We're gonna be more sensitive subjects here. Do you know who did Alien Three? Who directed Alien? Uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. No, he did Alien, the first one. Oh. Alien. Alien Three is David Fincher. Who? David Fincher, the guy from Seven and and Oh, that Fight Club. Yeah, that dude is. I like that guy's style. Yeah, Fincher. I guess I just don't pay enough attention to who directs shit. Fin wow. fin Fincher is actually a very noticeable. The way he does it, it's real gritty, like Seven, yeah, with Brad Pitt and all that, and like how they how you shoot all those layered. Yeah, I don't because know. The Social Network, Zodiac, Gone Girl. Yeah, Dirty. Now, Zodiac, I really like. Gone Girl was pretty decent. Zodiac, I thought was really good. It was creepy. But yeah, Fincher. so uh, number seven on the list, we we get our first like real old folks here. Rolling Stones. Mick came Jack. in at number seven with ninety-eight million. The fucking Rolling Stones. As a collective, though, not just a Rolling Stone. It's just them. <laughs> yes, all. Four of them? Yeah, Five of them? Right? Yeah. So however many there are. So how many stones are rolling around still? So now we gotta do math. We gotta take that and then split it. Well, I can do that. 98 million is basically 100. So if there's four, that's 25. If it's five, there's 20. There you go. Well, I'm saying I don't think they're all getting the same amount. Exactly. And that places them lower than Bad Bunny and Taylor and everybody else individually. Because I can only name one guy in Rolling Stones. Really? You can't even name two guys in Rolling Stones. Well, even after I said that, now you're debating whether you even know the guy's name. <laughs> One of yeah, them's I been can't. around forever. Yeah. He's been around before Jesus Christ. So I know I can't remember. I know the the guitarist looks like he should be dead like 20 years ago, but I can't remember his name either. And I can't remember the lead singer's name. So. Okay, Keith Richards is the is the geriatric skeleton guitar player before Jesus yes, yes. Christ. It, but Mick Jagger is that's the one that should be a given. Oh yeah. fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. So well, those moves like that. Jagger, baby. How many how much money did you say? Ninety-eight million. So Mick Jagger and Keith Richards got like fifty and the other two dude the other dudes got Well that, that wouldn't work out because if they <laughs> yeah, both got man. fifty then they already that's went over their ninety eight, so that ain't gonna work. That's Never why mind. that's why Doctor Junk is a doctor, which is crazy that you don't have to like pass math to get your doctorates, but he did. And my doctor's not in, in math. Number six on the list, we just talked about him, Mr. Brad Pitt himself at a hundred million dollars. Okay, so, from, from Missouri, by the way. Yeah, St. Joe. He is from Missouri. He got his hundred million dollars from selling the majority of uh, his production company. Uh, I'm sorry, he got his hundred million dollars from selling the majority of his production company plan b which is actually a company that he and leonardo dicaprio started to keep their 19 year old girlfriends from getting pregnant that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a little known fact i don't know if you guys are up to speed on that but <laughs> we're gonna be hit with if this ever does take off which i know the chances are one in 800 billion stay consistent so boys defamation lawsuits where we got to take this shit down like that'll actually be quite easy you legitimately don't think that leonardo dicaprio's long line of 
questionably aged girlfriends. None of them has ever popped Plan B. So I'm trying to remember. Was it was it Derek Jeter or? It was Derek Jeter. Yes. Where he would give them like a gift basket when they yes. left them. The <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you think like Leo and Brad Pitt? No, 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 no. Derek Jeter would not. Derek Jeter would not give them a gift basket. He would be gone. He's like going to take a shower and get the the Hoobastank off of him. His like assistant would come in and leave a gift basket for the disappointed young lady to take home. <laughs> With like a bottle of champagne, some Plan B, a non-disclosure agreement, things of this nature. That yeah, sounds. Like Derek Jeter would give him like a signed baseball and shit. Like yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. The way Chris is describing it, that sounds like more like Alex Jeter. And then the girls are like, oh, I mean, uh, my dad would love Alex, this baseball. Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez, yeah. It sounds more like Alex Rodriguez. No, it, it does, but it was Derek Jeter who did Derek that Jeter. shit. He never got married. I don't think he's still married. Like, he never yeah, got Why would he be? Why would he be? Why would he? He's yeah. he's getting all of Leo's uh, secondhand smoke, man. <laughs> like, you think it's like he's got like a, a drawer uh, in his nightstand next to his bed, and he just like... You know, 6 a.m. rolls over, grabs out a baseball, signs it, flips it to her, like, have a good day. He has an entire stock of signed baseballs. Already signed. He does not give them anything except for that Jeter C. He is gone. He is gone to take a shower, get some orange juice, maybe do some, like, plyometrics. There's a gift basket brought in for them. So do you think the uh, assistant sits there and watches them eat the Plan B pill? Yes, I am. Positive that that happens. They hold their throat. <laughs> make sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like giving a cat. Yeah, drop it, it in. Rub it a little bit. Relax behind the ears. Tip their head back. Pull their mouth open. Oh, drop man. it in. Rub their throat. Uh, yep. Number <laughs> number five on the list: James Brooks and Matt Groening of Simpsons fame. Yeah. They uh, signed a, a streaming deal. That moved all 30 seasons of The Simpsons over to Disney Plus. Instead of Fox. In 2019, they're still getting paid off of that shit. Of course. So they did very well for themselves. Number four, some more animated folks. Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park. Where are they at? What's their, what are they at? Uh, they pulled in a nice sound $160 million for their deal with Paramount. 160 Split that in mm-hmm. half. Between the two... That's that's good. It would be eighty, Matt. Huh? That's a good math right there, buddy. Hey, and he said he didn't do math in med school. All right, here's where things start to get dicey. Shocking. I'm gonna say just like disturbingly weird. Number three on the list, for some godforsaken reason, this guy is still making money. Tyler Perry. Oh. Hey man, he just came out with nope, didn't he? No. No. Oh, wait, nope. nope. That's Jordan Peele. Nope. That's Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is so racist. <laughs> I'm sure Big Mom's House number seven came out last year or something. Like, nope was actually a terrible movie. Too. I'm sure something came. Out. Yeah, Tyler Perry's the whole like dresses up as a woman half the time. Tyler Perry presents Medea takes Plan B. Yep. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Number two on the list, a guy I'm a big fan of, Sting. Actually, Sting with two hundred and ten million dollars. The singer or the wrestler? So that's a very good question. It's actually not a very good question because it's obviously the wrestler sting. Why would the singer sting be making two hundred and ten million dollars? 
Absolutely not. With that Desert Rose song, I, I, that's what fucking killed it for. Think he gives any of it to the police? <laughs> Back in the blue. <laughs> that's a good question. We need to try to get him on for an interview and just like kind of pressure him on that. Wait, the wrestler or the singer? <laughs> yeah, the, the the singer this time. Yeah, the singer. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the wrestler. So yeah, the singer thing. Yeah. Another old man making a fuckload of money. Once again, just a nice big world tour. Which I good for him, you know. Milton John, good for him. Billy Joel. Oh no, I'm sorry, I lied. I am totally wrong. It is the wrestler. No, no. it is the singer. But he made his money by selling. He sold his he sold catalog. His catalog. He sold his catalog to Universal Music Group. Two hundred ten oh. million dollars. He did a. Uh, he did a Michael. Ja- didn't Michael Jackson like sell his catalog to Paul McCartney or something like that? Fifty percent of it. Oh, so ha- half went to Paul McCartney, and then the other half is up. Oh, I really don't understand that. Like, what are they gonna do with it that he couldn't do with it? Like, why would Sting sell that? Like, what is that Universal people gonna do with it that Sting couldn't do? I don't know. Two hundred ten million dollars. I can think of a why to sell it though. I mean, I just don't get it. If it's on all streaming platforms and all kind of that stuff, you're making reoccurring revenue over and over and over. Like, why would you sell it? I mean, that's a valid point. But also two hundred and ten million dollars up front right now, I'd just I'd take it. All right, and last on the list, another group of old men, Genesis from the Bible, actually. Peter Frampton? No. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Oh, they actually Peter did this Zatera. to me. Whenever, actually, this happened to me whenever I was getting my the last time I got my wisdom teeth taken out when they they, they inject me with the with the juice. And then they try to like trick you and like smoke and mirrors your ass. They're just like they, they had music. They had music playing, and they're like, "Who's this?" And it was Genesis. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Peter Gabriel or or one of I don't know one of them. what's the other one? It's either Peter Gabriel Chicago. or uh, um, Chicago. Yeah, the other guy sounds just like Peter Gabriel though. The damn in the air tonight. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yes. yes. So I'm like on my way out. I'm on my way out, just like. You know they're running the music and they're just they're smoking mirrors with me and I, yeah I'm sitting there like yeah Phil Collins or whatever and then they're like out. So you're saying Chicago and Genesis sound alike? Is that what you're me? No. Do not. Chicago and Genesis say, are not, not the same at all. For twenty fucking years now, Jason has been convinced that Phil Collins was in Chicago. No, he's not. Obviously, he was in Genesis. <laughs> or Phil Collins, Phil Collins. Genesis, those three old men sold their music catalog to the Concord Music Group for $230 million, which so, shows you that Genesis is $20 million better than the police. So the only thing I can think of, the reason they're doing this is because they're getting so old, they want to spend the money before they die. And so even though... Collins, getting, Will Collins is not well. So, yeah. You know, reoccurring revenue is not going to help you if you're dead. No, you want that money up front. Right, right, right. Helps the family though. I mean, what what is your selfish ass thinking over here, Doctor Junk? Like, why why are you not wanting him to make more money, even though he he might be end up dying? Oh, I was just trying to uh, figure out why you would sell your catalog when you're constantly making reoccurring revenue, and the only reason that makes sense is because you want to spend a bunch of it before you die. So, legacy for family as well, because you can't you can't take your uh, royalties to your family. Unless it's written in your contract. 
Yeah, but right. where are the royalties going to go? Most people aren't going to write that in their contract. Back to the beginning. company. The record company, wait, man. Wait, who, gets royal, who gets royalties for the Doors music? Whoever Capital. owns them. Sony, whoever I don't know. Who, who owns it? Music, okay. Capital Records. Yeah, uh, whoever owns it. RCA, whooever the hell it is. Are those even still around? Like I, Anyway, yeah. I guess that's a... Ross Robinson somebody's getting doors. paid on it. That's right. Somebody's getting paid on it. If you won the Powerball for Mega Millions, would you take it lump sum or would you take the payout over time? Over time. No. I think it depends on how much. Like the dude who just won $2 billion or whatever, he took the lump sum and it was like $980 million. Yes. He, didn't even, he didn't even become a billionaire off that. Well, like, see, that's okay. the question, though, is if you do it spread out, are you getting taxed each spread? You make more if you do it over time. That's what you I thought. I think, like, less, if you here's why, here's why you can't take it over time. There's less long-term tax implications if you take it immediately. Okay, so if you take it immediately, take it immediately then it's like, that's what I thought. Because so when you're getting it up two, front, when you're spursed out, you, you still... If you die next year, you know who gets the rest of those payments? Goes right back to the fucking state. Your family you doesn't get. Do a, you can't do a beneficiary. Nope, no beneficiary. Number All three. Right. Take the lump sum. Number three, you get that lump sum up front, and you start and you you're going to spend ten percent or whatever, and you invest the other ninety, you're going to make a fuckload more than two billion dollars. Sure, because the it, up and the up and down of things, yeah. Over the course of that $2 billion life. Because it always multiple goes multiple like generations, this. Multiple generations, that money's going to be worth a lot more than $2 billion. $900 million should last a few generations, I would hope. If, if you won, you would take the lump sum and you would invest 90% of it, wouldn't you? And yes. you would just like jack off. I would, on your try, to invest, I would try to invest 100% of it, but. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do 100%. No, no, no. Definitely I'd a keep very large percent, but you still, <laughs> still put a little, you I'd know. I keep drawing my measly salary, and I just invest it all. But don't worry, Junk. You would get your 50000 I'd give you 50000 Don't worry, bro. I would take that fifty k, and it wouldn't even go in the bank or nothing for interest. It would just go in the fucking, uh, in the ground. Buried. He's going to bury that shit. Yeah, half the time, I think people need to start burying some money or keeping it out of the... The banks right now. You're not earning any interest on that under. No, of course not. But that interest that you earn, and let's say you earn a whole bunch of that interest, and shit hits the fan, and your money's gone. Guess what? You and all your money and the interest you gained on that's gone too. But the... if you bury it out in the desert, and then you hire a bunch of neo Nazis to off somebody, they're gonna steal it from you. Sure, sure, yeah. You always got to think about this, but I'm just putting it out there. Don't always put it in the bank. If you got a good amount of money, hide some of it. Put it, put, open up your wall, stuff it instead of insulation. <laughs> put the bills in there, just like Breaking Bad. No, no harm, no foul. Nobody got hurt from that. You well, got money did. in your in your walls there over there. Uh, it sounds a lot like yeah. We need to get over there with a the stud finder and go <laughs> beeping around until we find that stash of cash. That's why we don't let all of these with guns are going to murder Chris. <laughs> And they're going to go find Matt's house and just rip out all the drywall. Please do. And then that way I, I trolled you guys <laughs> to at least get me like halfway through the, the repair yeah, of my, my shitty drywall. Free demo. Work, yeah, man. That's, that's a great job right there. Exactly. I'd be like, oh, goddamn million dollars in there. I'll give you guys half if you can break it open for me. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that actually pink insulation and not real money? Oh, my bad. <laughs> 
So you're just gonna sit back and like laugh and like twiddle your thumbs <laughs> Probably, and tear yeah. apart your house? Maybe. Be like, oh, I got you. Hey, hey. No. <laughs> I think you. I think you got each other. So we did. We did finish Breaking Bad. Finally. Or we we got it done. Please watch El Camino immediately. Just let me know if it's good or bad. Yeah, no, we're we're gonna watch El Camino. I think tomorrow night is planned. It's just jump. one go. Boom! One right show. in there. Don't Please, have high so, Just just like it's fine. No, I want him. I do to, have to. He's fresh. Thank Comptroller for sending over that that little link about the title of Breaking Bad's final episode is Felina or Felina. F-E-L-I-N-A, which, of course, are the periodic symbols for iron, lithium, and so sodium, which then can be translated as blood meth tears, which is a, that's a very interesting very interesting way of looking at it. I thought that was, uh, that was pretty cool. So what pretty did cool. you think of the uh, episode where they killed Hank? The last three episodes were all three just so, just they were just excellent programming. Um, the episode where they killed Hank, like I knew he was going to die because you can't go completely spoiler free for this amount of time on a program that large. I knew he was going to die. I didn't know how, but it became pretty obvious once the trucks rolled up in the desert there, what was going to happen. Walt going into his dark room, like Aaron Rodgers to stay up there in uh, New Hampshire, I thought was, was apropos considering like how much he continued to isolate himself away from his friends and family and everything. You know, he pushed everybody away. Not really his son. Accidentally with his son, but so then he finds himself really isolated like that. But also, I thought, what a cool town. I, I would live in that place. I'd live in that shanty house. Eight miles to go down to the bar every once in a while. Like, I'm down with that. That'd be beautiful. But then the finale, I thought it was great. He he. He accomplished what he set out to do, right? He's dying of cancer. He's going to go leave some money for his family. He fucking did. Maybe my favorite scene from, like, a little lighthearted is when he's got the uh, he's got the couple from Grey Matter. Yeah, the, 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 the blacks. And he's he's got the the two most skilled assassins west of the Mississippi. have got their laser sights trained on him. And I knew... As soon as he pulled over to pick him up, I knew it was fucking Badger and Skinny Pete. It just had to be. <laughs> it's just so funny. With their laser pointers. <laughs> yeah. Classic yeah. shit. When he gets the, uh, I can't remember the lady's name. Uh, Olivia? Lydia? Lydia. Lydia. When he gets her, oh my god, that single packet of stevia that's sitting there at her table when she gets there. And he fucking, oh, you feel, feel like you got the flu? Oh my God! Dropping that because I wonder where he went back to get that ricin tablet for. Dropping yeah. that in that stevia packet was just mwah. Yeah, that that actually was mwah. like it played into the what was like the very beginning of the last season, where he's already all old and decrepit and bearded yeah, up, yeah. and then he's like hi, and then the neighbor girl's like, oh, what the fuck? And he goes right. straight up in the house through the tape, and he goes and gets he goes and gets that shit right out the the electrical box. Yep. Right behind the old plate. Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was it was masterful. I was very very happy with the way it ended. Hit that key I just fob. It was, couldn't have been better. That key fob shit right there. Yeah, oh, this shit was fucking hell yeah, yeah. bro. Got that. I was like, why does he have this shit? You know, like they they, they foreshadow so much on that show that I love that part of it. 
is love it? choke out that uh, Jesse choked God. out. Todd got choked out. That was a great one. Um, the actor that plays Todd, that Jesse Plimpton guy, I do really like him. He, there, I don't think there's anything he's ever been in where I haven't been like, yeah, that guy's good. Good what, in this Which guy? The guy that played Todd. Was that the the Todd dude that smoked the, the kid on the, the young Nazi? Is that the one that smoked the little boy on the dirt bike? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what's his name's husband? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst's husband. Yeah. yeah. Junk shared that with me, and I was it's saying like, you talk about out kicking your coverage, and if you see a picture of him now. He looks like fucking Ron White from <laughs> Blue Power Comedy Tour. Oh, <laughs> shit. He's a Walmart brand, my, uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, right? He got that giant fucking melon head. Yeah. But I love the guy. He's such a... Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Game Night. The movie itself is like, eh. But he is super... It's worth watching it just for his performance. His episode it, in so... Black Mirror is really good, too. Oh, is that one he used to be the the, 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 the controller the, the of guy the that would Star Wars? Take everybody's fucking DNA. Oh god. Star Trek one have you watched any of that Black Mirrors? Neither I've of you? I've not seen Black Mirror now. Oh, don't I'm surprised first, Junk hasn't seen First it. of all, I'm going to go ahead and advise Dunk Junks just don't even watch any of them. It's all mind don't watch fuckery. Zero. Every episode is like, what the fuck did I just watch? It's amazing. <laughs> So, Controller and I are going to advise Dr. Junk should probably very slowly pace himself in there if he wants to, but you're going to scare yourself, brother. We're, we're watching Yellowstone right now. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're safe with that. That's like succession outside. Yeah, no, it's great. We're on season four. But yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have a lot of high hopes for El Camino. It's fine for what it is, but then you can get into Better Call Saul, and that's just as masterful as yeah, Better, Better Call Saul. Awesome. If not, even maybe a little bit better. And there's all there's a bunch of references to the Kansas City Royals in it, too, that you gotta watch for. Okay, well, I'll keep my eyes peeled for them Royals. There's Royals cameos popping up in there. But I think the Royals may be... I think the Royals are... Royals might surprise some people this year. We can get into that to, on the, like the next podcast or something. Uh, I'm going to yeah. disagree with you 100%. I hope they do. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for joining us this week. I think another good show. Had a good time. Gentlemen, any uh, parting words of wisdom for the listener out there? I think I'm going to get on eBay and see if I can find one of those Derek Jeter gift baskets. <laughs> They're probably <laughs> out there. I would think so. You know, if I was one of those chicks, I would definitely throw it up on eBay, and I'd be like, you know, I just had sex with Derek Jeter. I got this basket. I'm selling it. Put it on your, uh, what, Raz? Put it on Raz it. Yeah, Raz it. Raz that. Sure. I had sex with Derek Jeter, and all I got was this T-shirt. Right. <laughs> Mr. Foxtail, any parting words of wisdom? Think through it when you're writing your will. Do you want to be buried, or do you want to be extra crispy? McChicken. And remember, you can't come back if you're extra crispy. All right, that's going to do it for us. You guys have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. That's a wrap. Join the guys next time on Not Sure, Take My Keys.